6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. And now Connor McDavid busts out of the zone with Leon Dreisaitl. Oilers pour over the line. McDavid gave it up and Winnipeg down the other way. Kyle Connor's got a breakaway. Rich shot score. Connor wins it. 4-3 in triple overtime. And the Jets have swept the Edmonton Oilers. Oh my goodness and a very long night for the Oilers came to an end their season came to an end your voice your play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oilers on 630 Chet and regional broadcast on Sportsnet Jack Michaels checking in this afternoon hey Jack hi Jay how are you I'm okay how's your the voice sun, today the sun was out today you know the <laughs> forecast changed it was a much better day than everyone anticipated Darnell Nurse <laughs> Had a son, so we'll get through it. Another year. Wait till next (sighs) year, right? (laughs) And it goes on and on and on. Any other cliches you want me to toss out (laughs) for you? (laughs) Hey, first off, I have to say, you know, well, you know, that game last night was, it was certainly one heck of a game to watch. It was great to to listen. I I told you I managed to sync the Radio Player Canada app up to my TV. So we've got Jack and Bob booming through the house and uh, just just awesome to listen to. But I I don't know. My gut didn't tell me or, yeah, I I didn't believe my gut at all last night. I I, I told... I thought that they were going to win. I thought that they would be able to pull this one out after the second overtime going into the third. I'm like, come on already. Just do it. Well, it was one of those series. I mean, you know, hockey's a funny game. I think, you know, more than the other three major professional sports, there is a there is a greater fraction of fortune that I think factors in the outcome. I mean, I, I was looking at it today. Edmonton led for 60 minutes in the series Winnipeg led for 20 and yet it's four games to none for Winnipeg. I mean, it's just, you know, and and I'm not taking anything away from the jets. They earned it. They, they played the same amount of time as the Edmonton Oilers did twice. They rallied from third period deficits to force overtime. The one that's going to haunt Edmonton all summer will be the game three, four, one lead that they let slip away with eight and a half to go. That's, that's where they really lost the series uh, more so than last night. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, uh, it was an epic long game. Darnell Nurse, it was especially long for him. But, man, what a machine last night. Well, especially, I mean, you know, again, knowing that, I mean, imagine playing that game, <laughs> knowing your fiancé, you know, and your first child is, is in, you know, delivery, basically. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. <laughs> he really, you know, as it turned out, you know, everyone waited for him to get home, and he was able to be there in time. But, mm. you know, that is uh, just the compartmentalization. Holy cow, that mm. was too many syllables. But, I mean, that's, you know, we sometimes forget that before athlete is the word professional. And, you know, for a professional athlete to, you know, be concerned about his fiance. You've got your first child coming in, you know, all the uncertainty with COVID and you go out and play 62 minutes. He played, I believe, out of the 40, whatever it was, six minutes of overtime. I think he played something like 31 of the 46 overtime minutes. I mean, it's just remarkable, world-class professional athleticism and concentration and, uh, you know, Edmonton deserved better, but they didn't get it. And ultimately, uh, it's 
it's nothing but uh, another series where these are hard lessons. You rarely win your first couple cracks at the Stanley Cup tournament, and you've just got to keep getting there. You've got to keep getting the invite because you cannot win if you're not in. The last two years, the Oilers have been in, and then they've been out. These are lessons that, unfortunately, most championship clubs have to learn along the way. I have to ask. I'd love to listen to you. You were you were um, you were teasing Stoff a little bit last night. You know, pacing the floor in the studio at uh, at 6:30, Chad wearing out his shoes. For the both of you, once that game was over, once you turned off the mic, um, I, what 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 was said? What what was the feeling? It's a letdown. It's it's whatever it's whatever you fan, whatever he partisan yeah. here in Edmonton is feeling you know it's it's shock it is you know and and for me the biggest thing is when you wake up the next morning and you know there's no game waiting for you in a day or two or three days or the next series or whatever you've got to wait you know five or six months it's just a different kind of feel uh when you're when you're in this profession it's just you know all of a sudden it's over uh, six days ago, we were talking about, you know, Edmonton is a favorite in this series and, and the Oilers had high expectations and felt like at the very least they should be able to win the North division and represent Canada in the final four. And, and none of that comes to fruition and it's all over in six days. The end is yeah. always shocking <laughs> and the end is always disappointing. And there's yeah. a lack of gratification that comes when your season ends like this, but you know what? What I found is whether you lose game seven of the second round or, or game four of the first round, and you don't even win a game, it, it is sudden. It feels sudden no matter how it happens. And, you know, it's on to the next year. And it's, it's, it's also strange, Jalen, because it, it marks another year of your life. You know, it, it's the passage of time. You know, I've been doing this now, pro hockey, for 22 years. All of a sudden, 11 for Edmonton. I look around, and my kids are teenagers. You know, my son had his first hole-in-one. They've grown up around me, and I mark their growth by seasons rather than by years. And it's just a unique lifestyle we live, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So you talk about growth. Where does this team need to move, uh, We need to grow next year? Well, I, I think, you know, first of all, you're going to see Yesapul Yarvi and Kyler Yamamoto take the kind of steps that Darnell Nurse took this year. You know, each of the each of the support level guys are going to take steps in their own game. And then, you know, Connor McDavid said, look, I'm 24. I, I, you know, my best years are ahead of me. And so that's a positive, I think. If, if you're an Oiler fan and you hear something like that from a guy who averaged nearly two points a game this year, you've got to be ecstatic that that's his mindset. A guy who just had 105 points in 56 <laughs> games, the best regular season of any NHL player in the last quarter century. And he says, you know, I've got a lot more room to grow. You know, there's also prospects coming. You're going to see Evan Bouchard, Ryan McLeod, probably Dylan Holloway as everyday Oiler regulars. That's a lot of backfill right there on the roster. We don't know what's going to happen with Oscar Clefbaum. All of a sudden, you know, it, it seemed like there was, you know, some questions about left defense. Well, Oscar Clefbaum's a hell of a player, and he didn't play at all this year. 
So there's that, and there's obviously the fact that this year, unlike so many others, the Oilers have some real decisions to make in unrestricted free agency. They've got Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They've got Adam Larson. They've got Tyson Berry. They've got to make decisions on those three players. They've got to make decisions on what to do now that Ken Holland actually has some money to spend. A lot of contracts are coming off the books that that kind of were lassoed around the Oilers' proverbial necks. So this is a vitally important offseason. And again, it's a club that I think will continue to get younger as well as better. Jack, we're almost out of time here. I'm just, I'm curious to know what uh, what the next few months ahead look like for you. I, I think I got to send over a bottle of rum so you can chill out for a little, <laughs> chill out for a little bit and do some relaxing. But what's the plan? I could have used that last night. Actually, I know you could have. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely could have used that last night. You know, the the biggest thing for us is. You know, we've got to find out what's what's ahead, and I don't want to get all newsy on your show. You've got a lot of important topics to cover, but as you know, I've got significant family in the States that haven't seen their grandchildren for 18 months. So if there's a way to get that accomplished in the coming months, that's what I'd like to see more than anything. Uh, well, Jack, uh, thanks for another great season, uh, shorter than we'd all hoped. And always thank you for uh, for making time for, for this show and always being willing to come on and, you know, have some fun with us and uh, always provide your great insight. It's very much appreciated. Always a pleasure. And you know this as well as I do, Jalen. You never have to ask me twice, anytime. Thank, thank you, my friend. Take care. Talk to you soon. Cheers. All right, Jack Michaels checking in this afternoon. The play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oilers on 6.30. Chad, boy, oh, boy, what a game he called last night. You still hear his voice just a little crackly there.